Oh, Jeremy boy, the films, the films are playing. From glen to glen, and in the theater still. Maybe they stream, this freestyle is unraveling. Oh, Jeremy boy, oh, Jeremy boy, oh, Jeremy boy. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to stop that. I was going to let that go. However many verses might have shown so up. come ye back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I kind of want to sing back some like something from Fiddler or some some, <laughs> some Yiddish thing, but uh, or Oh Canada or or Blame Canada. Maybe that would have been the oh that would have been good. Blame JT. There blame you go. JT. Yeah, that Blame um, JT is good for this week. You can actually blame JT. <laughs> there we go. Well, you uh, you snuck it on me last week that we we're going to hit a little St. Patty's Day love. Yep. So this whole episode. Just imagine while you're listening, just a green filter, just like, yep, you know, like everything on social media be all green that day and like, sure, craziness yeah. ensues and Google will have a special googly, what do they call it? The doodle, Google doodle. Yeah. Google doodle. Yeah. Yeah. This is like one of those days where in the US, everyone taps into that 2% Irish they think they are, where yeah. most are not, to be clear, because Ireland's a... Pretty small island. <laughs> Pretty small. Yeah. Also been conquered by lots of people if you go back in time. But all the same, uh, I am one of the many who identify as Irish American. And so uh, this is a thing. What's fun for me is St. Patty's Day is like is just a great – it's just a great thing. St. Patrick's Day is fun. It's fun for everybody. It doesn't matter. Uh, I grew up in a very like aggressively Irish American household where we were very tied into like – the roots of our Irish heritage. My mom was actually like friends with and familiar with Patty Chieftain from the Chieftains. And so the Clancy brothers and all sorts of that fun stuff was like a regular part of my life growing up. So I was like, oh, well, Irish movies or Irish adjacent movies or Irish people in movies. This will be pretty simple. And it was not actually because there was like a window of time where like, I think people remembered that they liked the fact that they thought they were Irish. And then that time sort of <laughs> dissipated. And then there's just a lot of, there's a, there's a tranche of bad Irish accents in film. Uh, but we'll do that. We'll do bad accents, by the way. That's an idea I had. We have to do the top five worst accents in movies of all time. Cause that'd be hilarious. Oh, you know, I just rewatched, I, I've definitely got one. I just rewatched the bridge too far. And okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> heck of a bad accent going on in that movie. My yeah. goodness. So anyway, so the idea was Irish movies, right? So this is just like, you know, movies that are in, around, or about Ireland or Irish people. And I'm sure, what'd you do, Jer? <laughs> I, I'm stuck right now because I'm now building the list in my head of worst accents in movies. And I've got the Shawshank for that by, by a long shot. And uh, Oh, interesting. Maybe we should do that next week because that would be a fun one. It could be a really good one. Let me, uh, let me just make sure it's in our notes and then let's... Let's go back to the top of the. I'm not even going to do an Irish thing. Oh, I'll do. I'll do all the Irish accents. Irish accents. This is like my favorite. There's a couple some accents kind of, that I can do. Give me some kind of top of the episode to you or something. Oh, like top that. of the more top of the episode to you, friend. Oh, that that was that was lovely. Oh, it's mighty fine. Yeah, I, I could do the Irish thing for quite this one. I've lived on trains for a while, just doing this until people ask me if I'm from Ireland. And I say, oh, I'm from County Cork. And they say, where in Cork? And I go, yeah, it's where it falls apart. I don't know. Limerick, maybe? How about Connemara? I don't know. <laughs> Have you even been on a train? 
No, never, never been on trains. Okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> All right. So let's, without further ado, Irish, Irish, Jason, Jason, or Irish or Irish adjacent, Jeremy, uh, I think you go first this week. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. This is your week. Yeah. All right. No, Good for me. Good for me. Keeping in, in the notes, the one one thing I now have always in my notes is which week is JT first? This one. The best part is you don't really pay attention, so I can just be doing it every week and you wouldn't really know. No. Once once this is like once we like record this, I edit it and listen back once. It goes away forever. <laughs> I just don't. I don't remember them, which is why I love our rebuttal episodes, because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. So anyway, let's start with our Shawshank. So back to our very first episode and then a corresponding 50th episode, I think. Uh, Shawshank being the most rewatchable film of all time. Is there a movie that completely just like all around is the Irish movie? And my answer is no, I don't have one. So I have a weird answer. I think the answer is there absolutely is. And neither of us have seen it. Oh, and it's. And it's one of Daniel Day-Lewis's movies. And I don't know which one. But if we had seen them, we'd probably be bringing it up. Because from my research this week, there's a lot of them. So he's done three, four, four that I've... So of the four, there's one that I have not seen. And then at the end of the episode, I have a special top ten list that that I will go through. So... Let's skip the Shawshank for now. If you don't have one that okay. you've seen, I don't, I don't. either. Okay. And, so, and I also have a prediction, by the way, that we share three of five of our five picks this week. I think we share three. I'm taking the under. Wow. Yeah. Or did you go? You're going creative, aren't you? I didn't go creative. I actually went pretty on the nose. I just don't know if you've seen some of these movies. <laughs> oh, I have not. Let me tell you, JT, if there's one thing I learned prepping for this episode... Uh, I did a lot more creative interpretation and Googling just to get to a list that I liked at all. Cause I'm really trying harder now to not have movies here that I don't want to talk about. Yeah. And I'm also trying to not over talk a few movies, but there's two. So I've got a couple that we have discussed in the past, but I felt like I could hit them up again. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I think looking at my top five, I have never, I have only ever even brought up one of these movies ever. And I don't think it was actually in a top five list. Oh my. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, you uh you get to kick us off, so get kicking. All right. So, we're going to start with January 8th, 1999, and then I will give you the five words. I can tell you that if you don't get it from the five words, nothing about this cast is going to help you. Stirring Edward Heavenly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is one of mine. Uh, Rousing Flanders and a Workaholic. Nice. So this is Waking Dead Divine. It is. It is. So this this is in your top five? It sure is. I didn't think it would be in yours. I was curious if you'd even heard of it. This was in my... This is my... I wonder if JT knows this movie, because I I have a little bit of a story to tell, but you first, so you get us kicking, and then I'll, I'll... Have I talked about getting kicking a bunch this time? I think that's only twice. I think we're good. So I love this movie and I almost Shawshanked it because as far as the American consumer is concerned, I think this is probably one of the more on the nose, actually Irish films that has ever like really permeated culture. Because I remember when this movie like was a thing, 
And it was like kind of a thing. Like a lot of people talked about Waking Dead Divine as like this really beautiful film from Ireland. And this was like towards the end of my memory of really leaning into Irish American stuff. Like the nineties were pretty good for it. It kind of didn't translate into the two thousands as much. Like it kind of petered off a bit. Uh, and waking to divine, first of all, it's a beautiful, it's like a really hilariously beautiful, cute story. And it's very quirky and it's small towny. And it was also like unapologetically Irish. Like they didn't Americanize this at all. Like it's right. just straight up. This was an Irish movie that did well in America. I want to hear your story though. Well, no, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I actually sort of re this this, uh, this movie is sort of recrossed my path when I was looking at lists a few few weeks back. I can't remember why, and I was like, oh, I, I'll bet this is a good. This would be a fun one to show the kids. Like this feels like sure. an evergreen kind of movie. So what what's special for this movie for me is this hit at a time where the where there was like this little trend of of. Um, I want to say British, but we'll say with uh, the United Kingdom. Is Ireland part of the United Kingdom? What? Where? Where does it count? Yeah, it's UK. So it's not England, but it is UK. Is that right? Yeah, depending on who you ask. I mean, <laughs> if, you, if, you ask, if you ask most of the Irish who aren't from Northern Ireland, the answer is no. But yeah, usually when you say UK, they mean Scotland, Ireland, Wales, uh, England. So okay. So there was this spell of movies, and I'll, I'll name a few of the others. I'm curious if you've seen these because. I remember this was like huge and this is when I was really into indie films and geeking out on little movies and it comes off the heels of the American indie thing. So we had like, we've talked about this a few times, the clerks, swingers, even Pulp Fiction was sort of an indie movie just with a much bigger budget, but but it's, you know, it was that time. So this was, have you seen the following? Have you seen Brassed Off? Yes. Have you seen The Man Who Went Up a Hill and Came Down a Mountain? No. Have you seen The Full Monty? I was going to say Full Monty, yeah. So these were these four movies were sort of the quadfecta of that time. Uh, and they were all similar in the sense where there was a lot of conflict, but it was, you know, as I've said before, it's sort of in that nice movie category with maybe the full Monty hitting the lowest of them all. I'm not quite sure. Oh, like from a, from a, no, I don't mean quality. I mean, from a heaviness of topic. Oh, oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, there's nothing heavy about Fulmonte, but I actually think I still stand behind that movie as being brilliant. Like that's a Absolutely. brilliant movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Robert Carlyle. Oh, so good. And Waking Ned Devine, Ned Devine of these, I felt was also the most, the most indie of the indies. There was no one in the cast, right? Oh like, Brastoff and the man who went up the hill were both you and McGregor. Full Monty is Robert Carlyle and a bunch of other famous people. And then there's this movie with just a bunch of folks, but a bunch of Irish dudes, you know. Yeah, Ian Bannon, David Kelly, James Nesbitt, Susan Lynch. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, like it's almost as if they went to this town where they filmed the movie. We're like, hey, can you guys just sort of be yourselves, and we're going to put it on camera and try not to swear too much. Yeah, they basically showed up and said, do you always want a SAG card? (laughs) Then everybody's like, sure. (laughs) So anyhow, I also love the movie. Same reasons. I I remember the, these are the kind of movies that fill you with just these like, it's like the delightful reveals as the movies come to an end. Like the way the stories all come together. It's almost like a heist movie in in the, but like in a comic silly way. What I, the one thing I do want to say specifically about Waking Dead Divine is it's actually way more cleverly written than I think it got credit for even at the time because it was so lighthearted and sweet and silly. 
But like, it's actually a pretty complicated ruse that they put together very well. Like it all really does track and it doesn't, it doesn't feel forced. Like it's a pretty well told story. Like it's a really well told story. I just adore this movie. And I, I agree. Like this movie is if it like, I would let it at five is close. I'd probably show it to like seven just so you understand yeah. what's going on. Otherwise it's too slow. Cause it is a little bit slow, but I love, I adore this film. Yeah. I, now I feel like I want to watch it this weekend. Gonna, gonna find a way to just, I'm trying to get more into this mode where I just throw on movies and, and yeah. we talked about this a couple of times that anyone can walk by and watch. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, I was going to say, that, the, uh, only, the only part in this movie, if memory serves, I think there might be a very old man butt at some point, but that's the extent of what happens. <laughs> I think saggy man butt is always acceptable in movies. Yeah, it's a, it seems it's a, it's, a good, uh, it's a good trope, if you will. All right, hmm. so that means back to my turn, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so this is this this is the other one that I think might be on your list. So September thirteenth, ninety one. My five words are some engagements. Is this commitments? Yeah, I have this all the way. We somehow brought this up re- briefly on a few few episodes back. I have this all the way down in Fast Five, only because I just don't remember it. I saw it when it came out. Got it. 30 years ago. Yeah. So this is part, so this is part of a trilogy. Um, I have not actually seen all of it. It's called the Barrytown trilogy. I have not seen all of them. There's also the snapper in the van, um, which both were after the commitments. Um, this is a very rooted in Ireland thing. Like a lot mm-hmm. of my Irish friends are like, this is the, these are movies that they would tell you to watch as Irish films. The commitments, I always thought, so listen, it's a couple of things I love. It's like early 90s desire to be famous rock and roll people. It's Irish people. It's soul music. Like those three things together for me, you'd have to do a pretty piss poor job for me to not at least like the movie. It just so happens that I actually think that this is like hysterical, like hysterical. I wish I could remember it better to be able to, I know I liked it. I know I thought it was funny. I'll tell you one thing that soundtrack got me. That was oh. definitely up there through my college years with the Pulp Fiction soundtrack with, with, uh, with Pearl Jam and Nirvana's first albums, like, yep. which obviously none of that's the same genre, but like those were the commitments is a huge album those yeah. in the early nineties. Yeah, as well it should have been. And the thing is, like, look, unfortunately now it wouldn't hold up because the idea of, you know, band put together, egos flare, amazing on stage, but can't really. Listen, there's too many versions of it now that have been done more recently and that would be faster. And so if you're not if you're not looking for an early 90s like flick, it would be hard to watch. Right. Like almost famous is this, but different. Right. The wonders is this, but different. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of the same kind of like stuff going on here as far as like the formation of and success of a band. The difference is, is that there's like a beautiful Irish through line through the whole thing, which is just really clever and fun and sort of irreverent. And I love it. And so it's a lot of fun movie. I, I think that's all well said, I, except for the part, I think you could make this movie again today. You'd obviously have to change some stuff. They'd be on SoundCloud as their platform, sure. you know what I mean? Trying to get big on Spotify like, or, or get a breakout, whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry, maybe I, I phrased that poorly. You could 100% make this movie today, and it would be great. You just can't watch this version of it today. Uh, uh, 
it just doesn't it, it doesn't track because sure. there's been other stuff since then that you'd be like, well, I could watch the commitments or I could watch Almost Famous, and it's like, well, yeah, that's that's better. Like right. it's just it's a different right. movie, but it's better. But yeah, I I actually do adore this, and I also like that there's not a lot of big cast people. Because all these, all the people in this movie really shine, and it seems very genuine and authentic. And it's probably because they weren't huge names, and I, for the most part, still aren't. Um, highly, highly, highly recommend. And my last thing, you already sort of said, holy soundtrack, Batman! Whoo, boy, it's yeah. good. It's real good. So good. Yep. All right, I'm uh, my first clue for you today, and this is, I think all all five of mine should be pretty uh, pretty guessable, playing off the title thing. I'm just really enjoying that game. I know it's not the hardest and, and I clues are sort fun. of gimmies, but you know, this isn't the stump your friend with a movie title challenge. So right. sure isn't. There you go. This one's simple. It's between city and the village. Between city and a village. Oh, the town. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know what? This movie didn't even cross my mind at all. Oh, I think this is a great Irish American. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So this will be the moment where I say, I don't think one, two, three. Yeah. No, not a single movie in my entire list is set in Ireland. Um, <laughs> I tried really hard, but the what the only crossover between movies that I have seen that are in Ireland that are good is nothing. So I went to the Irish American or Irish people in other parts of the world, which from the list means back in America. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're all in America. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. I tried. I tried. <laughs> and this is what, again, I turned out I hadn't seen all these movies. And I don't want to name them all right now, just in case they're in your list. Because when I looked at the list, I recognized there are some great movies that I just haven't seen. Yeah, and that's, that's my loss, apparently. Um, Aaron Gobra, is that what I'm supposed to say? Aaron Gobra, it's one of the things you can Aaron say. Aaron Gobra. Sure. Yeah. How do you say that in an Irishy sounding way? Aaron Gobra, you got it right. Okay, thank you. So the town, let's go back to that. This is this movie is my fault that you saw this because you didn't see this and I made you right. Is this that? Do I have that right? You you nice. refreshed it for me. Okay. Yeah, you you were the one that got me to recognize that it was not. Just sort of a mid two thousands throwaway decent action heisty movie, but actually a really good movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. So I, I don't really, you know, we've talked about it a bunch. So I, I kind of felt like this was going to be a short entry, but I think in particular, going back to the late Pete Postlethwaite, mm. his his tough tough scrawny Irish florist menacing. Everything he was. And I think in this particular case, oh, by the way, he was in Brassed Off. How about that? He was. Uh, I think think playing that character as Irish is what made it so menacing. And that's part of why it made my list. I really was thinking about about him in particular. Like, if he had been that scrawny dude cutting flowers with just sort of a, like, seeming like maybe a Bostonian or American, a generic American, I think he would have been a little less scary and and i it's not that i think the irish people are particularly scary batch but there was something about pulling that element into that character that just made him like i'm not worried that he's going to kill me but i'm worried that that guy's got lots of people around him and they're going to kill me yeah that's totally reasonable so i i love this pick it is a very 
it's it's a very American version of the Irish thing. I will say that for the most part, they have a very like uh, they do a pretty good job with the the Boston accent in this movie, which is one that gets absolutely murdered. I agree <laughs> with Pete possibly. I love him in this role, and I we've talked about this. It's a hard one to do, but like most impact on a film with the least amount of screen time. He in this movie is very high on my immediately comes to mind list. Here's what I will say about the Irish accent thing. So Belfast, right, is kind of not known for, but like when you think about a lot of accents that are like scary, German can be scary, Russian can be scary, but like the Belfast accent specifically has always really jumped off the page to me because they don't ever get loud. Belfast is very quiet. Very So they just look at you like this and it's very, it's almost like they're threatening you with no thought about it. It just feels yeah. very normal. So it'll just be like, oh, we'll get some tea, but then I'm going to rip your arms off and beat you to death with them. And you just, it feels like that's true. You're like, that's true. And he had that kind of like very monotoned, steady, terrifying thing, which is very specific to that region because a lot of the, specifically in film, people tend to like the musicality of Irish Americans specifically is very like, Oh, but 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 and does this like whole leprechaun thing. He didn't like, it was just so flat and it's absolutely, it's so scary to hear somebody talk to you like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just in awe of your, uh, your, your, this is, this is your episode. There's no question about that. Uh, I mean, this is my wheelhouse. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty, I feel pretty at home here. All right. All right, so let's go to a movie you've never seen. February of 95, February 3rd, um, technically. Uh, this is also, I don't know that this will help a ton because I had to actually dive into Gaelic to pull these names out, but the five words are Whispers from Horse Island. Because mm. I'm, I'm, uh, I've re-familiarized myself with lists. Is this the secret of the Kells? No, but you've got the first word right. Secret... Give me the rest of, sea, what, with, of something island? Horse island. So that's also kind of a clue about what the movie's about, but I cannot imagine that you've seen this movie. Uh, oh, wait, is this Rowan Irish? The Secrets of Rowan Irish? The the Secret of Rowan Anish. Oh, is that how that's pronounced? It's Rowan Anish, yeah. Yeah no, I, yeah, no, I've seen it many times, of course. No, I don't even know how to pronounce the title. Come on. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? So, you should have seen the look JT just gave me on the Zoom call. He's like, how? What? Huh? Yeah. Why? why? So this is square in the right when I feel like lots of Irish things were happening. Like, I don't remember yeah. when Michael Flatley was a thing, but it feels like 94 to 96. Like, that's what it feels like to me based on my memory of being a kid. Yeah, this is definitely peak Irish. Yeah, so Ronanish is a really sweet movie about this 10-year-old girl who has to live with her grandparents in Donegal. And it's a, there's a legend about like a basically a, a, a mermaid, like a seal who can turn into a human, which is called a selkie in Irish lore. Whatever. It's very, very sweet. It's romantical and it's fantastical and it's like just really very, it's a kid movie. Like it's squarely a kid movie. And in doing this list, I was like, oh, I am 100% watching Rowanish with, with Lennon. Like I hadn't okay. thought of it in such a long time. I was 10 when this movie came out. Uh, so it was definitely a little bit, it was a little, and it was, it's probably more what would have traditionally been like a, a girl movie for lack of a better term. Sure. Um, but it was Irish. And so 
it was just a thing that like, you know, everyone in my neighborhood and my mom were like, you have to like this now. And I did. I was like, oh, look, Rowan and Ish, and they've got fun accents and they're they're in a fishing town and it's mountains and it's beautiful. It's really, it, well, it's gray. Whole movie's very gray, but it's pretty. <laughs> what was that seal mermaid thing again? A selfie. selfie? Yeah. That's definitely going to be a Learn League question in the next couple of weeks. I would love I that. that. I'd get that one right. That one I would get now right. Now I might. Yeah. So, yeah, there's actually – it's funny. I was just reading a book to my daughter last night that, that makes reference of a Selkie. So a Selkie is like a, basically a seal that turns into a human. It's, it's like a, a less Disney, Disney version of a mermaid. <laughs> it's like a non-scary werewolf. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. So anyway, Rowan or watch it with your kids. It's very sweet. I don't need to go into it. It's also like, to be clear, it's not like a brilliant movie, but – it is it is a squarely an Irish movie. Heart like period. Okay. There you go. Heart stop. There Heart you stop. go. Next up, another movie we have touched on before, although I realize we haven't talked about it as much as it probably as probably how much we love it. So again, simple clue. That plane has already left. Depadded. Yes. Yeah, the depadded. Is this on your list? Uh, Depatted is in my fast five just because it's kind of all the stereotypes of Boston Irish Americans, but whew, it's a good movie. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's, it, we have talked about it and there's some stereotypes, but a it's phenomenal. Oh yeah. B it is the only, and, and I, I don't want to step on what might come later in your list, but I have a hunch doesn't it is the only really, really good Irish American gangster story. Like, the, like, it's really, really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's better than any of the Whitey Bulger nonsense, if that's what you're making reference to. That was all terrible. Yeah. That was all terribly done. And, and there's some others, too, that try to play off the, the this this arena. And I think The Departed, it's, it, I would have a big question, which is what is a better Boston gangster movie, The Town or The Departed? That's an interesting debate. Ooh, boy. That's and it's hard to compare. To, it's a, it's a, be a fun debate, but it's hard to really compare because they aren't actually the same kind of movie at all. No, no, no. One is this. One is a two and a half hour suspense ride, like an amazing level of suspense in that movie in The Departed, and The Town is more just kind of your your straight up heist. It's a heist action, movie. Yep. fun movie. But The Departed, you know, I, I just rewatched it last year, and. Really didn't remember. It's like the town for me. I, I, upon rewatching, like, how is this not a go-to movie? And I think it's all because of when it came out. If The Departed had come out around Goodfellas time, so I could have watched it through my 90s over and over and over again on, on stereo VHS, it would have probably been more of a wheelhouse movie. Instead, I've only seen it, you know, once in the theaters and once on streaming. But it's phenomenal. It's yeah, phenomenal. I- I have nothing to add. Departed is brilliant. Uh, it's one of those movies that even on rewatching it, like even though I know all the things and twists and turns that we won't talk about that happened, it's still when they happen, I'm still just like, whoa, that's right. I forgot. Or I remembered, but it was still amazing to watch again. It's so good. That's right. It's so good. And, and I, will, I will immediately submit Martin Sheen's accent for our possibly worst accent ever list. It's, it's got to be on there. Real it's bad. bad. I will say, you know what this movie does for me, though? So there's a lot of things. It's great. The cast is wild. Um, This movie is very funny to me because, like, Mark Wahlberg is really good in it. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's in a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh, boy. And it's just, it's it's weird because in this, he is, I mean, 
He's stealing scenes from some pretty big names. <laughs> this this is unquestionably Wahlberg punching above his above his belt is above his weight class. What's the, weight class? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, look, I love him. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's great. But there's no version of cinema that puts him up head to head with with Leo. No. With Damon Baldwin. With, with Ant, yeah, with Ant, like. Even even like Sheen's tiny in the movie, but he's an amazing actor. Yeah. Right? Uh, I will say I don't think it's my favorite Jack performance by a long shot. Jack's a little too... He's like... He like Nick Cage's himself in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I'll say is that having grown up with the kind of guys I grew up with, a lot of them were pretty comic booky. Like, it's actually, I, I think it was a choice, and I agree with, and listen, it's not his best performance just because the guy's been in stuff like Chinatown and The Shining. So, like, that's not, right. it's not taking away from how good his performance was. It just isn't his best. That said, I actually, as a character choice, knowing a lot of guys who thought they were Frank and weren't, it, it was, a, that's a whole vibe, man. Like, that's a whole vibe. <laughs> I fully agree. I have no problem with the character being eccentric and all the things that he does. I just think... I would have liked to see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so loath to criticize like Jack Nicholson, but at the same time, if that's what we're doing for just a hot minute, I'd say I think we could have had a better version of this character with Jack a little bit. I, it feels a little bit like Jack at the Jack at a at a basketball game on stage, like being on stage as opposed to channeling that character and just pushing it to eleven, like. Even even Jack Nicholson in the Batman, which is as comic booky literally as he has ever been, I think his performance is just more dialed in. Whereas here, I just feel it's like whatever he felt like doing that morning, he just sort of woke up. I was like, nah, I'm Jack Nicholson. I'm just going to go do that thing. Oh, that's really interesting. So hearing you say that, I see it. I can definitely see that. But to me, that almost translated as, again, like a character choice, because that that also is what I think somebody in that world would probably do, which is like, I don't have a shtick. I do what I feel like doing all the time. And I'm just going to be weird about it all the time. Uh, no, like it's, it's, I think it's like that 5% ish offness about For it. Sure. That's, yeah. that's where yeah. I am. It's agree with you. Like I have no issues with any of the things the character does, but I feel like somehow it's almost like in every scene, you're not quite sure which version of, of Jack you're going to get, not the character. I like it. Get. Okay. Now I'm interested to watch this again. I will say this. One of the most unsung performances, and I feel bad because I'm totally forgetting it. I'm going to forget his actual name, but his right hand man, Frenchie or whatever his name was in this movie, the guy that was always at the right hand of yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that guy? I don't remember who it is. He was so good. I mean, so good. This is a great movie, and it's got all the Irish stuff. Yeah, totally. Irish American stuff, but Irish stuff. All right, next up. Okay, so which way do I go here? Um, I'll do the one that I know you've seen. So 2002, Groups from Eastern State. Groups from Eastern... Oh, this is... uh, I have not seen. This is Gangs of New York. Right, so Daniel Day-Lewis, right? As you do, as an an anti-Irish guy in this particular role... This cast is wild, right? DiCaprio, Cameron Diaz, Daniel Day-Lewis, Liam Neeson, Brendan Gleeson, who I absolutely love, and he's a big Irish dude, John C. Riley, Stephen Graham, Eddie Marson, and Roger Ashton Griffiths. is just like, that's who I picked. 
Oh, I love that you said that, by the way. I had Brendan Gleeson. So I had a few versions of this list where, and, and there's some vestigial aspects that will come in once we hit Pong, where I was just like, just Brendan Gleeson, period, was going to be one of the things I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, everything he's done ever, period. Ever. And I, I was trying to pick a role maybe to try to channel in, because I think he's great, like an Edge of Tomorrow. But I sort of it sort of fell apart. But I, I love that you picked Brendan Gleeson in your list there. He's the best. So Gangs of New York, I have a funny story with. So my original Jeremy, right? You are Jeremy 2.0. But, and, and Jeremy is still a very close friend of mine. So we actually met each other when we saw this movie. And both of us left the theater thinking like, well, that was long and not great. <laughs> but I have since watched it a bunch. And I actually really do like this movie. And this is the one that I picked for Irish American because it's the original Irish American story. It's the five okay. corners in New York. It's sort of like destitute poverty off the boat. What are we supposed to do here, right? It's the fighting against the nationalists. It's the not what we see today, which is that like Irish American just has this weird through line of like good, right? Because actually, so Mo Amir is this great comic who uh, travels around with, with Dave Chappelle a lot. Uh, has a special where he talks about how, you know, Americans just get to be American. Everybody else has a, like, if you're not white, you have something in front of it. You're African-American, but a lot of them you know, very rarely have actually been to Africa. You're Arab-American, sure. even though he's from Houston. And I was like, oh, that's interesting because Italian-American and Irish-American are like the exception, right? Those two kind of have a also, but it's basically still white. It's just still white, right? We don't really say them as much anymore. It's sort of yeah. It, it it was more of a thing do I mean and maybe we can project hopefully into the future it was more of a thing basically a version of a racist America where Irish and, and Italians were considered not you know real Americans right term yeah and that's kind of Mo's times. point by the way which I would highly recommend seeing his special he's hysterical but the the idea of gangs of New York is interesting because it's sort of in a very Scorsese very long very dramatic way tells this story, tells like kind of the origin story of the Irish Americans in the U.S., which is that like it wasn't always let's dye the river green in Chicago for St. Patty's Day. It was actually like we hate these people, make them go away. Uh, and it's extraordinarily well acted. And I think it's a it's just like it's kind of sobering, right? Like if you step back from the fact that it's a film and remember that it wasn't that long ago that that was still a thing. Right. Like it, it sort of orients you with people who still have that struggle today in a way as an Irish American, instead of this like proud, boisterous, like, oh, kiss me, I'm Irish. It's like, hey, maybe you should remember that, like, you were also oppressed not too long ago and you should be way nicer to people in general. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how hazing works, buddy. No, it's not. But also it's a pretty good <laughs> flick. It's Scorsese. It, also, Daniel Day-Lewis is just as, as uh, Bob or Bill the Butcher. Oh, boy, he's good. He can act. I don't know if you know about this guy, but he's pretty good. I've heard he's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. All right. This will be interesting. If this, I, I like this clue, but it might be a little twisty. We'll see. You're a smart guy. Comic for Valentine or Jude? Comic for Valentine or Jude? Law? Mm, no. Hey, Jude? Valentine hey, or Jude? Valentine or Jude? If this were a crossword puzzle, it would be Valentine or Jude would be like, would be your, would be your mm. clue for a, for a five letter word. Um, 
Valentine. You know about you 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 know more about the Jude, and we just passed the Valentine. Day. Hmm. Yeah, but there's a missing word. Jude Day. Jude. Law? No, before. Beatles. Before. Before Valentine. There's a word they both have in common. I have no idea what's happening right now. Saint. Saint. Just Saint? Well, the first word also is comic. Boondock Saints. Oh, okay. So I, oh man. Okay, that was good. So I also had a really convoluted, so this is in my contender pong. Um, my five words were God sends, which is a boon, boat ramp, <laughs> martyr. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was going, I originally had comic strip for blank Jude. Okay. Yeah, I get it now. No, it's, it's good. Works. It's good. It's it's good. I just wasn't oriented. Yeah, Boondock Saints. All right. Yeah, have at it. Yeah. I also thought with you with the St. Jude, St. Jude's, I thought that would connect a little bit. As a Catholic, there's a lot of saints and Jude immediately for me goes to Beatles before it goes to that. <laughs> right. I, I also sort of in my head it confused like that I thought you had once done your November for St. Jude's or that there was a connection with your charity in St. Jude's in some way, uh, but maybe no, there's not. I've raised a good, my buddy Foz does some St. Jude stuff that I have helped him mm. raise money for, but yeah, whatever. All the same. It's, it all was right. a good, it was a good clue. I just didn't get there. Well, I also wanted to remind our audience that you're a good person. Oh, thanks. You do a lot of charity stuff. I so appreciate I appreciate that about you, Jerry. <laughs> thanks buddy. So this is my third, um, <laughs> very violent movie about Irish Americans. Yep. Not on purpose, just sort of happened. And I know this isn't really like a, it's not really good per se. No, it's bad. But it's fun. I love this movie. It's really <laughs> fun. It's yeah. one of those like, you know, it's like, do you remember, I don't know if this is one of yours. Do you remember Under Siege with Steven Seagal? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. This is like that for me. It's like, or it, it's not as good as The Rock. Or, no. Like, or, 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 or one of those like really... You know, if we were to have, going back to the analogy, belt classes for action movies, you've got like that top tier of T2 and Die Hard and Speed and The Rock. You have that like, like championship league level. No, Premier League. Premier League? Yep. I'm just going to just throw in all sorts of weird analogies and you're going to roll with it because you always do. And then there's the second tier of action movies and this, that are also good. They're sort of bubblegummy in a way, like, they, they they don't hold up under a lot of scrutiny, but they're fun to watch. And Boondock Saints is in that for sure. First of all, the cast is great. Sean, Sean Patrick Flannery and uh, and Reedus and Billy Connolly, mm. who I adore. Yeah, you have to. I remember Billy Connolly showing up as a stand-up back, you know, back to America after already being successful overseas. Anyhow, I saw this movie actually for the first time probably about 10 years ago. I've seen it a couple times since. And it's just fun. I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's a silly action movie that that doesn't that deserves a watch and and just, you know, keep those expectations where they belong. Listen. And shepherds we shall be for thee my lord for thee. Power hath to send forth thy hand. Thy feet may carry out thy thy command. I love this movie. The second one is an atrocity. Um but this one was like, yeah, it's a 99, man. I'm like, I'm 15. I like Irish stuff and guns. Yeah, this movie's awesome. It, the only crazy thing to really consider is that it came out around the same time as The Matrix. So just to realize like two different action movies at the same time and one becomes this genre defining thing 
And the other one's just to shoot them up uh, with Irish guys. What's funny about Boondock Saints, though, is I do think that it it permeated a lot of movies after it in the in the way that it was like intentionally low fidelity. Like I do actually think that this had like some impact on some shoot 'em up filmmaking stuff because there's lots of stuff that happened in that where they just leaned all the way into the ridiculous violence because it's ridiculous violence. Like it's just absurdly yeah. violent. But it but it's still below that line of violence becoming like highly gory off-putting like look yeah. if you don't like violence in movies we're already done with the topic but if you're if you're sort of in my wheelhouse of like i don't really care there's a lot of shooting whatever but you don't need to show me all of it all all of the yeah. like yeah yeah i like i don't need to see uh entrails very often in a movie no you don't no it's listen yeah. it's a bad movie that's a ton of fun to watch and i'm glad you put it on the list it was it was in my contender pond because you know, it's not a particularly well-revered movie by most of the Irish people I know. Probably uh, not. No, because it's not the best as far as like, you know, what it does. But at the same time, it they were Irish heroes to Irish-American kids. And also Norman Reedus is just so B.A. It's hard not to just love that dude. Love it. All right. All right. I believe you have one more to go. My last one. Uh, October of 1996. Hard. Two words. <clears throat> well, it's name-based. Maybe that'll help. Jordan Bootsy. Oh, um, <laughs> I haven't seen this. It's uh, This is Michael Collins. Yeah, all right. <laughs> nice clue. Very hey, good clue. Hey, thanks. Uh, Liam Neeson, Stephen Rea, who I love, Alan Rickman, Julia Roberts. Uh, if you have not seen this, well, so first of all, Michael Collins is a real person. So like, this is like, an, this is an actual thing. It's a real story who basically like he was the guy that developed the strategy for independence for Ireland. Like he was the dude, right? So aside from the president and like all this stuff, like he was, you know, kind of a, this is a bad analogy, but just if you, it's the easiest one I can think of. Cause I think everyone who listens to this podcast has seen Braveheart. Like he was kind of a modern day William Wallace for Ireland where like everybody was like negotiating settlements and kind of trying to figure stuff out. And Collins was like, no, like we're Ireland and we deserve our own independence and da, 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 da. It also is a really, really well done movie. It is like highly climactic. As far as biography stuff goes, it's like by all accounts, it's very on the nose and didn't have to tell the story a lot weirder than it already happened. And again, back to the whole, like, if you're actually going to lean into being Irish American, you should know the history of actual Ireland. I think it's a really good story to kind of wrap your head around. Uh, because aside from the whole, like, you know, love story and stuff that they do too, because they can, uh, it's actually just like, it's a really good thing to learn and know. And it was happening. And there's a version, there's been a couple versions. The IRA gets a lot of time on TV and movies and usually in like a really, really bad way, <laughs> obviously. Um, but that has a lot to do with like how the story is told. This one's actually kind of like a, you know, historically accurate version of like what was happening in Ireland during a really scary time to be in Ireland. Uh, I, you know, it made every, every, everything I looked at, it was like one of the top like three in general. And it's funny because I had in my head when you said this last week, that when you picked the category, I'm like, Oh, what was the one that I just watched a few weeks ago where it's about some of the issues between Northern Ireland and, and how that all went down in the 80s and what it was all about? 
And then I remembered that actually what I was thinking about was season five of The Queen. Sure. Of The Crown. The Crown. The crown. Yeah, sure. um, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't count. But that doesn't, uh, no. Yeah. All right. My fifth and last. Um, this is a this is a bit of a hinky clue, but maybe you'll get to it. I don't know. What archers become during snaps? What archers become during snaps? So I feel like a snap. So this has got to be a Marvel clue. Okay. So what did, so he became a vigilante. Yeah. Hawkeye became a vigilante. So what's a, what's a word to vigilante? Am I close? You're you're right on it, but it, you can get more specific. What did he become? Oh, I can't think of the, the actual name. Oh, Ronan. Yes. Hey, is this the Mel Gibson one? Um, I think it's the it's not it's not with Mel Gibson, but I think it's what you're thinking of. It's with uh, De Niro. De Niro, yeah, okay, because no, there's forty seven. There was like two movies. There's like forty seven Ronan or something, which was like a kidnappy movie, and then there's this one. Is that wrong? I'm pretty sure the other one's with Keanu. 47 Ronin's a Keanu movie, I think. Mm, Okay, well, you tell me about this one. So this is with De Niro and Sean Bean, who I like very much. Who doesn't love Sean Bean? So I was re-watching this for the first time in forever, and sure enough, I'm in my head like, you know, I've always got in the back of my head our, our next podcast episode, and... A woman, I, I'm going to butcher her name, but this actress, Natasha Michelone, 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 I'm not sure, shows up and with this thick Irish accent and is hiring the uh, De Niro and, and, the, and the crew to go perform a, perform a heist of sorts. And I'm like, I love this movie. She's Irish. It's in my list. There we go. Yeah, exactly. but I didn't finish watching it, so I don't really remember how much the the Irish storyline goes through it. Other than I know Jonathan Price is also in it, although I didn't get that far, and his character's name Seamus. So I'm going to go with high confidence that there's there's definitely an <laughs> Irish plot line. It could be Irish American. I think it happens in Europe. So. That said, one of the greatest car chase sequences of movie history. Have you seen Ronan? I have. Yeah, this is Jean Renault is in this too. That's the, the, the I had. That's no right. Argument. Yeah, yeah. This is great. This is a really good movie. I don't remember it. I don't remember thinking it was particularly Irish, but she is a hundred percent Irish, uh, and it's a whole Irish Russian thing. Is it Russian? Who are they fighting? Could Somebody, be somebody. Yeah, the character is Russian. By the way, the uh, Irish, the actress herself is actually British. So there's her. very little Irish, actual Irishness in the movie. But inside the movie story, we got Irish characters. So it makes my cut. And I haven't talked about it much on this cast. So here we are. Counts. I like it. Good pick. I'm pretty confident if we were going to do like top five car chases, Ronan's mm. going to go in the list. It, it's up there. You know, in the quick, quick back, quick, dirty list is, you know, you got Bullet, yep. French Connection. Yep. You got this maybe Italian job or Born Identity. I don't think you can do both because there's, I'd actually say that those two are both derivative of this movie. I would I would agree with that, but it, it this is that first time where you're really seeing like going through old uh, European cities and like driving up and down cobblestone staircases and like places cars aren't supposed to go, yeah, doing things cars aren't really supposed to be doing, going against oncoming traffic, all that kind of stuff. Oh no, kidding! Did you know that's a mammoth screenplay? 
I did not know that, but I am zero surprised to hear that. Yeah. It's very mammoth-esque. Yeah, now that I'm, I didn't know that, and now that I'm looking, now I'm seeing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that tracks. Oh, I should watch this again. That was a good movie. I forgot about it. I love Sean Bean. <laughs> Gotta love Sean Bean. Uh, yeah, I got about 10 minutes into it, and actually Sam walked through, and I was like, oh, why don't you come watch this with me? I think you'd have fun. And I don't remember what he was up to, but something other than sitting down to watch a movie with his dad, because in 2022, who does that? Right, teenager and stuff. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so that means we are on to contender. Hey, Jeremy, just so you know, I think you did great. That was great. Thanks, buddy. I did feel a little bad that I looked back on my list and not just three, but four out of five of my movies were violent. <laughs> I was oh, like, listen, well, look, it when we do lists like this, it is when we've talked about this with women and with people of color, like it's an accurate portrayal of how things get done in Hollywood. Like it's totally right. reasonable. So you're right. the good news is at least they're all good movies. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, let's do Contender Pong. We'll run through it quickly. Uh, my first one, 2007, my word is formerly. Formerly. Oh, once. Yeah, if I if, if I hadn't talked about that ad nauseum before, I would have done it again. I knew you would. Yep. Uh, things in MC Hammer song. Woes? <laughs> What was his biggest song? <laughs> I, uh, you can't touch this. Uh, I I don't know what can't you touch. Untouchables. Oh, the untouch. Oh, Untouchables. Yeah, sure. Okay. So again, Sean Connery's character is yeah Irish. Is yeah. Irish. By the way, that might be on the list of bad accents. Anyway. Oh, for sure. Ooh, boy, that was be. bad. Connery. By the way, Connery's got a lot of bad accents. Oh, almost exclusively bad accents. Yeah. Don't care. Love him. Oh, he's the best. Uh, 93, morning competition. Morning. morning. Not, not morning as in time of day. Morning as in sadness. Oh. Uh, dead. Uh, uh, memory. Remembering. Remembering. Remembering? Nope. I don't know. The Crying Game? Oh. No, I hate that movie. It's terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we, I think we had a little thing on this way. It was all, this was like if there was the top five worst or best slash worst marketing campaigns for a movie. Oh, yeah. You did talk about this. That's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It was enough. the bait and switch aspect. Yep. Secret about the crying game sucked. <laughs> I will never, ever stop saying that. I will never stop saying that. That might be on my tombstone one day. <laughs> I'm having some fun with this part of the list just so we're on the same page. Sure. Uh, but I'll I'll get... All right, we'll just do this one next. Thankfully, not about Giuliani. I don't know, but that's very funny. Rudy. Oh, Rudy. Sure. Because uh, Notre Dame. Okay, that's exactly Fighting right. Irish. I'll take it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, 1990, his Western appendage. My left foot. My left foot, yeah. Never saw it. So you should right? see that. You should see I know. <laughs> I know. Of course I should. Uh, U.S. Marshals go find them. U.S. Marshals go. Fugitive? Yes. There's a scene in, <laughs> speaking of what you talked about, there's a scene at the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Chicago where they actually reference turning all the rivers green. Why can't they turn blue every other day of the year? Right. And just a little fun fact, uh, the sequence in the St. Patrick's Day Parade 
fully, uh, whatever, uh, improvised in every way to the point of while the parade was happening, they were like, let's go film here. Director goes in with a, with a handy cam. Love a handy cam. And so the reactions, if you rewatch this, which you really should do, buddy, but if you rewatch this, the reactions to the, of normals to Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones are real. They're like, that is that Harrison Ford? Oh, that's and great. so it, it plays well because he looks like they're like, is this Dr. Richard Kimball? But it's actually about the surprise of Harrison Ford being in the, pl- in the parade. I absolutely love that. All right. That's cool. I, I, I do need to rewatch that movie because you really like it. And I know it's really good and I just haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, all right. So Boondock Saints was on my contender bong. So this is my last one. And it's diverging from my regular five words, but I think you'll get it because we talked about it. Movie we like. Don't remember. Movie we like, don't remember. Is that a clue for also about the title, or is that a clue for you and I? No, it's 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 about this is a title we talked about. Movie we like, don't remember. Movie we like. Movie we like. Uh, I want to say Shawshank, but it's not that. No. I, by the way, I was going to go with. Uh, I almost threw Shawshank in this because Red is technically Irish. He is, as is stated early in the movie. That's right. Movie we like, don't remember. I, I got nothing. It's a good. It's. It, I want to know this clue, but I don't have it. So this is in Bruges. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah like yeah. we both, and just so to orient the audience, we we had a conversation. I use this as a reference. Like you know, that's not. It's an Irish movie. It's got Gleason and Farrell, so that's about as sure. Irish as you can get. And I I remember really really liking this movie like a ton. I've seen it. Same. I think two times, maybe even three. And just the plot, I just can't orient about. I couldn't talk about it. If I, they're cops, I think maybe no longer cops, bad guys. I don't know. I don't know. I remember two scenes, but like I couldn't tell you what was happening to get to those scenes. I just know I liked the movie a lot. So this for me is the opposite of the of the the list I were, I ran off earlier with the brass off and full Monty, etc. This is like this is up there for me with like snatch, lock, sock, smoking barrels. Um, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. This oh. whole other uh, uh, thread line of 2000s era, sort of, sort of indie films, and I just don't remember any of them between each other. Like I remember little scenes, but you could put any plot line to them, and I would be like, okay. So cute prankster slash evil killer. Leprechauns. Yes. Sure. Leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. With Jennifer good. Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. That's right. Truly don't remember this movie. Frightened me as a child. Never watched it again. Okay, good job. <laughs> All right. How am I going to do an Irish list without saying Leprechaun? Yeah, that's fair. So my Fast Five, we already talked about one. I'll just run through them quick. Was The Departed, uh, Far and Away, Blown Away. <laughs> so the only thing more tasteless than the the movie was Tommy Lee Jones' accent. Blown Away is all about this IRA bond. Have you ever seen that movie? Wait a sec. Now, this is where I usually would have the senior moment, but you're clearly getting up there. At the very end of our episode last week, I made a blown away joke. You totally didn't get it and implied that you hadn't seen it. Have you seen Blown Away? Or did you just not remember it then? No. Well, so I I couldn't tell you anything about the movie. So I'm pretty sure I've seen it. (laughs) I remembered it for the I said it a couple times. Yeah, I had this as exhaled a distance and then dropped it down to my Fast Five also. Okay, fair enough. And then Brooklyn, I have not seen, but it's supposed to be beautiful and it's Saoirse Ronan, but it's like a love story and it's about, you know, early Irish people. Yeah. And then lastly, just because it's fun is Snatch because the whole, the whole Pikey thing. 
Right. And that's in my don't remember thing at all. So my, by the way, my last one for the, for the Pong I was going to give you was Valorous Aorta or Good Cocktail. I don't know. That was Braveheart or Rob Roy with a joke of, I know they're not really Irish. Irish. <laughs> okay, that's good. It's a good joke. <laughs> All right, my top five, uh, my, my, my fast five, um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. Once. Okay. Uh, I put the Irishman in here because the truth is, it's actually a good movie that is only considered not good because of the, um, the field it's playing in. This is this is a this is a movie that should have been heavyweight and instead is really a bantamweight. Got it. Did I get yep. that right? Yep, that's good. Okay. And then uh, Miller's Crossing, and then lastly uh, Chris O'Dowd as a person. Chris, <laughs> just as a person, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, Chris yeah, O'Dowd. He, we love Chris O'Dowd. All right, so I'm going to end the episode with this. I have a very, very dear friend named Justin Corcoran, who's a listener. Uh, he's great. I've loved him for a very long time. He is actually from County Cork in Ireland. And so it, he is the one who inspired me for this episode. And so he sent me his top 10. Oh. Okay. So I'm just going to run through them. These were in order from him. The Guard. Never even heard of it. This is the 10th best movie. I'm something going, something Ireland. I'm going, yeah, one to 10. So I'm starting at the top. So The Guard is his absolute top movie. Number one, The Guard. Number one, The Guard. Okay. Came out in 2011. Number two is Michael Collins, which, uh, just so we know, was actually the number one viewed and paid for movie in Ireland until Titanic came out. Three mm. is In the Name of the Father, Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Uh, four is the Barrytown Trilogy, so Commitment, Snapper, The Van. Five was The Field, came out in 91. Never seen it. Nope. Uh, six was Intermission which has a huge baby cast, Cillian Murphy and Colin Farrell yeah. and like a bunch of people have just never seen it. Uh, Waking Dead Divine, In Bruges, My Left Foot, The Quiet Man. Quiet Man, John Wayne, 1952. Interesting. Yeah. I also had, did I, did I say in my Fast Five Miller's Crossing, by the you way? Did. Yeah. Okay, good. I had that down as like, that's also in my saw it once. I know it's better than I remember and I, I wish I, I got to go see it again because it's them. Yeah. yeah. Colin so this was fun. I am very grateful. Thank you for doing this. I know this was more for me than for you this week, but you know what? I oh, you let me have some fun with some 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 movies that I probably wouldn't. Again, there's some movies that come up that like Boondock Saints doesn't deserve to be in the top five list of most most things, unless you're going to do like B tier action movies, in which case maybe, maybe no, probably still not. Probably still not. No. No. Uh, but we will. So next week we'll do something. Next week we don't know. Maybe we'll do the accent thing. That actually could be a fun draft off of. I also still, I've been thinking a lot about last week's throwaway topic, the uh, other generation's um, um, celebrities that you just don't get the appeal of. Oh, that would be a good one. We could do that. So we'll do one of those two things or some other thing that has nothing to do with either of those two things. You'll find out next week on Hello Fi Top 5. Oh, Danny boy, top five, top five, top